Welcome to Homeschool Companion, your source for information, motivation, and inspiration. If you're part of the homeschool community or simply interested in learning more about home-based education, stay tuned. Together we'll examine the latest resources, learning styles, and teaching techniques. We'll speak with experts in the field to help you uncover every homeschool advantage. We'll also present suggestions on how to keep Christ in the curriculum as we explore fresh ways to teach and learn. Here's your homeschool companion host, author, educator, and children's ministry specialist, Dr. Rose Gamblin. Welcome, welcome. I am here with the president, John Pudaiti, and an author, Dr. Shane Houle, and we're going to talk about two things. We're going to talk about learning the Bible in a year. That's the title of your book, Learn the Bible in a Year. And then we're also going to talk about the organization, Bibles for the World. So I'm going to start with you, John. Tell me a little bit about Bibles for the World. Well, it's great to be here with you today, Rose. Bibles for the World has been involved in scripture distribution for the, over the last 46 years. And we have been blessed to be able to provide God's Word in evangelism in over 120 countries, more than 20 million copies of the New Testament, and many, many million more Gospels of John that uh, he's allowed us to provide. You know, looking at you, and just before we started recording, I understand that you have a pretty sordid past. So I wondered if you would share with my listeners where you came from. Well, I come from a small tribe in northeast India on the Burma-China border. And uh, the gospel came to our people just a little over 100 years ago. At the time that it came, we were known as one of the most savage headhunting tribes mm. within the British Empire. A missionary, young missionary from Wales, came to India and using some money that was given to him by an, a widow before he left the UK, he printed copies of the Gospel of John in a neighboring language and sent them to the chiefs of the villages of our tribe. Well, a single copy of that Gospel of John came to the chief of my grandfather's village. People there, mostly illiterate, and this being in a different language, they didn't understand what it was about, but they sent the message back and said, please, sir, come and explain the meaning of this book. When the missionary heard that, his name was Watkin Roberts, he knew it was a call from the Lord. It was a Macedonian call. And so he went to the British authorities, asked for permission to come and visit our village and share the gospel. Well, they refused because we were headhunters, <laughs> yes. and they were not about to let him go wandering off into these very dangerous villages. But he had heard the call of the Lord, and so he braved it. He walked seven days through the jungle, found his way to my grandfather's village, and in a short visit of five days, Holy Spirit worked through him mm -hmm. to be able to share the message of salvation through Jesus Christ. In those five days, five young men became followers of Christ, and my grandfather was one of them. And that, from that point, that was when God chose to write his story on our people. Amen. I mean, it, without setting the, the history, people cannot begin to fathom the miracle that you are president of this company, that 
sole purpose is to get out the Word of God. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, it is a really a blessing, and it is an honor the way God has guided and led our family. My parents are the founders of the ministry, and but my dad had been dedicated by my grandparents to translate the Bible into our own language because we had it in the neighboring language, but we really wanted mm-hmm. to hear God speaking in our language. And so dad, in pursuit of that, he walked 96 miles to go to school, five days through the jungle. He traveled on to other parts of India. He went to Scotland to study at Glasgow Bible Institute and eventually to America. And it's just amazing um, in pursuit of that commitment, what God has uh, brought us to. Yes, yeah, so when you get one Bible translated into one country, then you just turn around and start doing another one. In fact, our listeners can go to BiblesForTheWorld.org, and, uh, and there they can learn more, correct? Yes, that's correct, BiblesForTheWorld.org. And we're going to talk uh, to our other guests here, too. And this is Dr. Shane Houle, and the book that I'm holding in my lap is Learn the Bible in a Year. So give us a little bit of backstory with you and how you came to this point. Well, great. Thank you, Rose, for having us. Uh, Learn the Bible in a Year has been a labor of love and uh, have been involved in writing the book for the last seven years and basically took the 20 years of materials and experience from uh, preaching and teaching along with the best scholarship that I could gather to produce this book for a a wider audience. And one of the things that I learned when I was in the pastorate is uh, uh, one of the people's first needs is really to get a working knowledge of the whole Bible. And many have found out that you can go to church your whole life and never really understand what the story of the whole Bible is. And uh, I found by putting it together in 365 brief lessons that people can basically learn the storyline of the whole Bible in about a year's time. And so our goal is to teach the whole Bible in 365 lessons in every language of the world for free. So I have to ask how you came to know Bibles for the world. Yes, and that's a great question because um, having written the Bible and believing that The goal was not just to educate English-speaking Christians, but that really Christians all over the world need to have the Bible taught to them. And uh, just about anybody who's familiar with the Bible knows that it's not really an easy book to understand at first reading. And uh, we're reminded of the gentleman in Acts chapter 8 from Ethiopia whom Philip found reading the prophet Isaiah. And Philip asked him, if he understood what he was reading. And the man responded, just like uh, so many others since him, uh, how can I possibly understand this until somebody explains it to me? And uh, there are so many people who've tried to read the Bible uh, just out of uh, sheer determination and said, I'm just going to start with page one and read all the way to the end. And uh, they get about a third of the way in, and they're just so overwhelmed because they don't know really what's going on. And so they kind of put it down in discouragement. But I've just discovered that by giving people the big picture of the whole Bible, uh, then the little stories within it make a lot more sense. And they're able to read it with some understanding. And so 
Most Christians who've been around the Bible for a while have found how helpful it can be to have uh, a teacher who's maybe a little bit ahead of them to pass down that information. I like to compare it to taking a trip to Israel. And you can go to Israel on your own, and you can walk from north to south and east to west and see some nice things, but you won't know what you're looking at. If you have a tour guide, however, that tour guide is going to be able to tell you what you're looking at, why it's important, why it's interesting, and bring it to life. And that's what I try to do in the book. So how did you meet? How did you meet? Yes. Well, knowing that uh, I wanted it for a wider audience, I began to look for a ministry with uh, deep roots uh, around the world. And uh, uh, Bibles for the World has uh, been involved in scripture distribution in over 120 countries. And so uh, I knocked on their door, and it took them uh, quite a long time to, th- to pray and to think and to talk about whether this was a good fit. But in the end, they decided that it is. So in addition to taking uh, the Bible uh, uh, all over the world, now they want to take Bible teaching all over the world, and that's what we are doing. Amen. Just to add on that, we have a number of mutual friends that had kind of suggested to Shane to get in touch with us. And it's been one of the things is we've been going around uh, to a number of different countries and distributing the Bible, providing scriptures for evangelism. Often we'll go back to those areas or to those countries and they'll say, okay, what now? We have all these new believers. Do you have something that we can guide them through God's Word. Do you have something basically for discipleship? And we thought this is perfect because this is not a curriculum with a certain agenda or certain, you know, it's got a great perspective, but it's just pure Bible teaching. And it can take them from Genesis to Revelation. And in one year's study, they can go through the entire uh, Bible in that time. Amen. Amen. So um, I want to ask about some of those difficult passages in the Bible, how you handled them. But we've got to take a break right here. But when we come back, we'll ask that. We'll be right back. Coffee, when are we going to get through this jungle? Ah, don't. No! Bobby, what was that? I don't know, but I will check through the binoculars. Oh, my joy, it is a hippopotamus. The strap is around my neck. Herbie the Hippo, and I can read animal story. Check us out at homeschoolcompanion.org. That's all one word homeschoolcompanion.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Rose Gamblin. And I come to you each week through the programs of Education Currents and Homeschool Companion. And I'm so blessed to be part of MRG Media Radio Ministry. And I'm giving you the opportunity to be part of it too. We can't stay on the air without your financial support. So take a moment right now during our fundraiser to call you with a gift of any size. As a token of my appreciation for your gift, I have a gift you so be sure you call and my gifts consist of books from different guests that I've had on the show and different topics that I've done and I also have some books that I've written that I've autographed for you so be sure and call us 301-824-3162 that's 301-824-3162 
3162 or write to MRG Media at P.O. Box 413, Smithsburg, Maryland, 21783. That's P.O. Box 413, Smithsburg, Maryland, 21783. Welcome back. I'm here with President of Bibles for the World, John Pudaiti, and I'm here with Learn the Bible in the Year author, Dr. Shane Houle. And I said I would ask them about some of the difficult passages in the Bible, how you handle that. And uh, probably you know some of those difficult passages more even than I do because you're the one who wrote this book. But let's start in the New Testament where Jesus is saying, you know, you're going to be with me. This generation is going to be with me before uh, you're going to see me coming before you pass away. And we know that uh, they passed away or maybe they didn't, but he hasn't come yet. We're down here now in the toenails of time. How did you handle those kinds of passages? Yes, and there are uh, surprisingly few passages that are difficult, but there are a few passages where uh, scholars of uh, various uh, persuasions will weigh in on them. And uh, oftentimes what I would like to do is present uh, both sides and then uh, without taking a necessary position, because a position doesn't have to be taken on every passage. What I, the way that I try to handle most passages, uh, especially uh, in the Old Testament, is to ask three questions. And the first question that I want to ask is, what does this mean in its original context? In other words, when Moses was writing, what did he want the Israelites to think or to understand uh, what he was writing about? And then the second question that I will ask, and this is a very, very important question, is how does this passage remind us of Jesus Christ? Did Jesus say anything about this same uh, subject? Is it a fulfillment of prophecy? But it's very important to ask how the passage reminds us of Christ because Jesus said uh, in the New Testament that the Old Testament are the very scriptures that testify about me. And so we should always be wondering, how does this speak of Jesus Christ? We could think of Psalm 22 or Isaiah 53 specifically, mm -hmm. which so remarkably describe the death and resurrection of Jesus mm -hmm. and the meaning of his death and resurrection, even though they were written 1,600 years before Christ. And so we really want to ask that question uh, because Christ is the center of all of Scripture. Mm -hmm. And then the third way that uh, we want to approach a passage is... Um, how does this affect my life? How can I live in the light of this? Uh, we try to ask that question as well. And so there's a lot of application. And so those are the main uh, questions that I try to keep in mind. The other thing to say is that uh, we don't answer every question. This is an introduction. And this is kind of what uh, every Christian should know. Maybe the first year of becoming a Christian is becoming gaining, gaining a working knowledge of God's Word from Genesis to Revelation. And you can delve into the more difficult issues on your own at a later time. Yeah, I mean, there's some bizarre things like I'm thinking of Elisha, you know, when they would put the, the bones or the dead person in with his bones and then they would come back to life. Is there anything you just skip? 
I try not to skip any stories uh, because the stories are things that actually happened. And these are really faith-informing stories. And some of them will stretch our, um, our faith a little bit. We say, well, this just doesn't make sense in our culture. Doesn't, doesn't happen. Well, it just doesn't happen. But you know what, uh, Rose, and this is so helpful do you know the most spectacular miracle in the Bible? And I don't want to uh, uh, test you because it's, it's not obvious at first, but it is when you think about it. The most spectacular miracle in the Bible is uh, verse 1. Verse 1 of the Bible. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. If you accept that miracle, that God created everything out of nothing, then all the other miracles are easy. There's no reason to imagine that if God created everything out of nothing, there's no reason to imagine that he couldn't preserve a man inside a fish or he couldn't make the sun stand still or he couldn't raise a guy who had been thrown in Elijah's graves. All of the miracles follow very easily once you accept Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created everything out of nothing. Amen. I'm talking with Dr. Shane Hool, and he is... An author learned the Bible in the in a year that a bigger organization called Bibles for the World is taking and now will be distributing to the countries where the Bible was distributed. This is a a reading or learning the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, three hundred sixty five daily readings to help you understand your Bible in just seven minutes a day. And that's not a very big commitment. No, but when the Bible is explained simply, and, and the goal here is to be two, is a twofold goal. One, we want to be comprehensive, okay? We want to cover every major story, every big idea in the whole Bible. That's comprehensive. But the other value that is just as strong is to also be concise. In other words, we want to say it as simply and briefly as we can. Because, Rose, you know that you can buy 22 commentaries uh, explaining the Bible. Uh, you know, uh, 22 volumes to cover the Bible from Genesis mm-hmm. to Revelation. Nobody's going to read that. Yes. But we want to get it down into a manageable size. And uh, seven minutes a day, I think, uh, is a commitment that a lot of people can keep. Yes. Well, I have a question for you. John Pudaiti. I love how that name goes, Pudaiti. Thank you. And I'm saying it correct, right? Yes, you are saying very well. So are you planning on translating this as well? This We've actually taken it overseas to a number of countries where we have a lot of work going on, uh, specifically India and Nepal. And so we have it being translated right now into the Nepali language and into a couple of languages of, of India. And we're really looking forward to it. As I shared this book with some of our ministry partners over there, they just got really excited. This is, this is exactly what we need. Yes. This is something that we can use in our ministry as we go in and follow up, as we do discipleship. And it's something that if we have this book, then we can turn it over to the local people and they can continue to work through it. And that's exactly what we were looking for. Now, uh, Bibles for the World has been in existence for about 60 years. That is correct. So over the course of 60 years, I mean, just in my 60 years of life, I can see where there were times where it was actually thought there were certain peoples that would never accept Christianity. 
They, they were just, their culture, there's no way. How has it changed? How has that paradigm changed? Well, I think that we're part of the movement to reach the unreached. We're, part, we're a member of the alliance called Inter, that uh, promotes International Day for the Unreached. And we really believe that those remaining people groups that are out there need to be reached and can be reached with the message of God's Word, with the message of salvation through Jesus Christ. And so, you know, some of the barriers that are there, they may be linguistic barriers, social barriers, cultural barriers, political barriers, barriers, uh, geographic barriers. These need to be overcome as we carry out the Great Commission. Amen. We want to reach till every nation hears, and we're, we want to really commit ourselves to that. So that's part of what we're doing at Bibles for the World. This is where Learn the Bible in a Year comes alongside that because we know we can't do it ourselves personally. We need to empower the people in those countries, the neighboring people groups who have heard the gospel, who, who have accepted Jesus Christ, to take it to their neighbors. This is exactly what happened with my own people as our people evangelized our tribe and we moved on from to the next tribe and the neighboring tribe and on and on it continues like that and our mission our ministry now I see is just a continuous extension of that where we're not we're now God has blessed us to be able to take his word his message to over 120 countries around the world amen is there anything that has surprised you in this journey journey in this journey in your in your uh, while you've been involved with this ministry is there anything that has surprised you i think you know it's the surprise you know one of the surprises i could say is one that i really shouldn't be surprised at <laughs> but it is how god opens doors amen for his word to get in for for the message of his son jesus christ to be shared that message of redemption and this is countries that people say, oh, that's a closed country. You're not going to be able to do it there. This is a country that, you know, you can't take Bibles yes. in there or you can't distribute mm -hmm. Bibles there. But, you know, God has provided us ways to print Bibles there inside the country in, in certain cases or to, to be able to work with the people from those countries. You know, often they're new believers and they're on fire and they say, oh, we'll do it. Amen. You know, we'll print Amen. it. We'll print it across the border. We'll bring it inside, you know, however it gets in, you know, and the ways that, you know, God opens these doors. But he continually does that. Praise God. And Dr. Hool, for you, my question is, how did writing this book change your life? Thank you, Rose. That's a great question. And I have to say, as I said earlier, that it was a labor of love. But in addition to being uh, the inerrant, holy uh, word of God. Uh, the Bible is also the most enriching book that's ever been written. And so to spend time plumbing the depths of God's word has been the uh, most spiritually enriching exercise of my life. And I hope that uh, other people can benefit from that and, and receive a little bit of the same blessing just by reading it. Amen. Well, we've come to the end of our show. Didn't that go fast? Yes, it did. Thank you so much for spending this time. I have one last thing to say, and that is God bless. Thank you, Rose. Thank you, Rose. God bless you.
You have been listening to Homeschool Companion, a production of MRG Media. Be sure to join us on Facebook. Just type in the name Homeschool Companion. For more on this or to contact us, go to mrgmediaministries.com. That's all one word, mrgmediaministries.com.